0: This week on Nintendo Main, we get into the plans for Nintendo World and, and the Universal Studios
1: aspiratorial.
0: You don't mess with Tetris. <laughs> words bold words welcome to nintendo main podcast episode 159 the place to hear about video game news from video gamers like ourselves we are your hosts i'm trey papyrus dater johnson
1: i'm jeremy i know i screwed up an evil forest Mikowski.
0: i'm john up up down down
2: left up right up up up, up nitter <laughs>
0: Is is that what, uh, is that the new code to um, kill yourself in Tetris 99?
2: Yeah, seems to be.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we're here. We're here to bring you more news. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the stuff that we forgot to talk about in the Direct last week because that was a big episode. There are a couple of things I forgot that we'll get to in the second part. But let's start off the show like we normally do and talk about what games we've been playing and what games we bought. I know that Jeremy bought a ton of games I so, did. we'll get to that. In I'll talk about mine really quick because I just got one thing. And that was Undertale, which I talked about as the Papyrus Dater. And I've got to, uh, I know I said it last week that I said that I'd get that I'd get Undertale, and I did. And, uh, I played around with it a little bit on the stream on Friday. I played it for like about four hours. And, uh, Undertale's, uh, I didn't, I don't think I really understood it be- before, and I don't, well, maybe I don't now as what either, but it's, uh, <laughs> It's kind of a, it's kind of an RPG that I think John might actually like cuz it to me it seems like an RPG made by somebody who hates RPGs or wants to make movie. or wants to make RPGs different in some way. I don't know, it's a weird it's an odd beast.
1: It's like, I don't know, for me it would be like if you wanted to show someone an indie game and like how an indie game could be super appealing and like not mainstream at all. Like Undertale's just a perfect example of that, like yeah. Boom. This game would never happen. Activision would never make this game, you know what I mean?
0: Well it definitely tries to um go the opposite way that you would expect a game to go and that's uh and and that's in the way there's also I mean the spoilers it's like a fairly old game but I heard about this before I even played the game there's like multiple endings to the game and apparently the best ending is to go through the whole game without di- without killing anyone so imagine yeah. an RPG that you go through where you never level up is basically the way to get the true yeah. good ending. And in order to do that, you don't level up at all and you stay at level 1. So the game consists of these uh bullet hell style uh dodging things where you mm. move a heart past a, uh, you know, white dots or swords or whatever. And um and and you know, depending on how much damage you get, depends on what level you are and if you're at level 1 the whole time, you're just, it's going to be and your HP isn't going to go up or anything like that. So you'll be stuck at the same amount of hit points through the whole thing, and guys will get harder as you go. I can imagine that that's what will happen, but it's a a hard feat. There's also an an, an ending for killing everybody, which I kind of wanted to try. I wanted to do the Undertale ultimate destruction way, (laughs) where I just go through and destroy everything as it goes.
1: Wow, I never even tried that. Yeah. Because, I mean, I killed a lot of stuff. The only playthrough I've gone through, I did kill a lot. Yeah. But... I think I would. Sp- I think towards the end I started sparing some enemies because it was quicker that way. Mm.
0: Well, I was. I knew that you could spare everybody, but we were we were talking about earlier. Well, in the opening, <laughs> you talked about Toriel, and uh, I accidentally killed Toriel <laughs> the first way through, and I felt really bad. They definitely make you really feel bad about killing the characters because.
1: Did you restart?
0: No, I didn't restart. I just kept going because I didn't really know. Because what I was like, I was trying to weaken Toriel because sometimes you can like hit him? you'll like hit them down to like 10% and then you can spare them, you know, and I thought that's what I was going to mm-hmm. do, but it basically, because every one of my hits had been like 30 damage, and then my final hit was like 400 damage, and I was like, what? <laughs> so I think they just, if you get to a point, they just automatically kill Toriel for you if you're attacking a, um, at all, but.
1: So I, I did, I managed to get through, and I didn't know how to do it, I ended up looking online, I wasn't sure how to, to uh,
0: yeah, I get past
1: Yeah, but I figured it out, and uh, this is not that big of a spoiler, but it's still kind of a spoiler. But uh, it's in the beginning be- of the game. After I beat her, yeah. After I beat her, you know, didn't kill her, but got past her. Um, there was a character that said, "I know you killed her before. I wish I still had the power to save." And but now that you're playing, I can't do. I can't do saving anymore. Yeah, which is kind of creepy because he knows that I. On a previous file, killed Oh Tori, yeah, and I started a new file. Yeah, cool.
0: yeah. No, I heard about that. Where like <laughs> some things will save no matter what. Yeah. So if you like don't save and then go back and reload it, it'll say like, yeah, it'll say that. It'll be like, I know that you killed her, even though you. Yeah, that's there's crazy stuff in there like that. Then also like you know how you have a phone like how Toriel gives you a phone at the beginning of the game, mm-hmm. like you can like you can take out your phone and it'll say like, oh, I have no one to call, which I thought was kind of like stabbing at me because the only person you could call was Toriel and now Toriel's dead and it said yep. like and said, it says like oh you ha- you have no one to call so i don't know if that was intentionally trying to make me feel bad for killing toriel but it's like
1: i think probably a little bit yeah, yeah
0: it's like it's like oh yeah the one person you could have called you you killed by accident so uh yeah but yeah, no, it's an interesting game i want to play it i want to play through it before deltarune like i was saying last week and it's not and i don't think it's super long either right isn't it like 100 so when is, is deltarune available to play uh, Delta Rune will be out next week. So it's it's, okay. it's on the last day it, of February.
1: Is it the 28th?
0: Yeah, the 28th is when Delta is coming yeah, out. Yeah,
1: one week to finish Undertale. I just got past Toriel, so I still have a ways to go.
0: But it's not but it but I th- I think the game is is intentionally made to be able to play through multiple times because there are like a handful of different endings from what I understand. Yeah. Like even there's the massacre ending and there's the not killing everybody ending, but there's also about five or six other endings in between that that you can get, depending probably on which characters you kill. Choices. Uh... Yeah, depending on which characters you kill or date or whatever, which you also have to date everybody, I guess, if you want the good ending where you don't kill anybody. Which what I was saying earlier, I accidentally went on a date with Papyrus, which I think Papyrus is probably my favorite character that I've run into yet. That's the the taller skeleton Uh of the two skeletons. And he's pretty funny. And like we go, he's like, I'm going to take you on a date to like where I hang out the most. My house. And like I go to his house and then we go to his room and it's weird, but you don't really (laughs) do anything. You just talk to each other. But, But I was trying to figure out a way to not kill him. So like you know, you have like attack and run and there's like an option where there's like other things you can do. And one of them was like flirt with him. So I just
3: kept flirting with
0: him and then eventually you get end up going on a date with him i guess through that and yeah it's an interesting game though it's so uh, it's fun to play uh, i'd like to play more of it you know especially with delta around the corner now do you know do it, do you know if uh if it's going to look at your save like did Deltarune do that probably not right like where the cuz delta isn't necessarily I, mean, it, I
1: think it might a sequel right that, but it is supposed to that's one of the to, reasons i wanted to play yeah. Through Undertale.
0: Yeah, because isn't it supposed to take place in the after of of Undertale, but is it going to be... I think so. Is it going to be different depending on how you beat it? Like, I'm wondering about that. Or is it just going to be set in, like, the ultimate ending of Undertale? You know, like how some sequels they do that, I guess. You know, where they don't actually pull it. I don't know. It'd be cool if it was pulling, actually, from your game, or if you didn't have a game, it'll just take place from whatever ending they choose, you know, but... Yeah, it's it's fun to play, and it was on sale. It was on sale for nine ninety nine, which is cheap. I mean, it's I think it's regular like fifteen or something, but I got it again. I mean, I bought it on PS four again, but hey, portable. So <laughs> I got it on the Switch too. Yeah, so I bought to... Undertale twice as well. Yeah, so. yeah, you bought it two times also. So it happens on here. It does. Yeah, but that was that was my big purchase. But I did play a, I played that game that I said I was going to play last week. I played a Chibi Robo Ziplash own I've, I've never played it though yeah you don't have a three d s so you can't play it i don't yeah I don't. it's actually Sad. not it's not that bad i mean i i mean actually enjoy it for the most part the one thing that doesn't make any sense to me on it is like when you beat so when you get to the end of the level of each level mm-hmm. there's these like little uh floating u f o things that you can hit there's a gold one and a silver one and a and a bronze one mm-hmm. w- which you would think you want to hit the gold one or whatever, but all it does is it gives you. Different rolls. You can, like, at the very end, it, like, you roll this, like, um, Wheel of Fortune looking thing, and it has a number on it, and that number will be the amount of stages that you progress through after that stage that you just completed. So it'll be like one, two, or three, and most of them are ones. So I was getting one, like, halfway through, and then I had a three, and I skipped to the last level of that level set, and I was like, oh, cool, I'll beat the boss, and then I can just get out of here and go to the next thing. But you can't. You have to beat every level, I guess. So it has a really, really weird design for the way the levels are set up. Like, I don't understand it. Like, it's so strange. Like, you can get stuff for going back into the level and playing again, but you can't just, like, say, I want to play level 1-1. you got to, like, do this Wheel of Fortune wheel thing to get to the next level. It's really bizarre. It's a really bizarre mm-hmm. choice, and I feel like it hurts the game that that's in there. I don't know. But aside from that, it's it's fairly fun. You know, it's very... Chibi-Robo uh, style, you know, you, like, collect trash and, like, put it in your UFO, and it helps power your UFO and all that. Kind of reminds me of the original one, you know, because then you okay. have to pick like, up stuff in the uh, in the original one as well, in the GameCube one. Like, you, yeah, like you put trash in your... Yeah, he would, like, open up his head and... Yeah, it does the same thing like that. And you would say yes or no as, like, a checkpoint or, or, or an X that comes out of your yeah. head also.
2: But I remember the, the first one, like, my favorite one. Being uh, more like a Zelda game, I, f- I felt like it was a Zelda game set in the house where you were a tiny little robot. Mm. And uh, so, how about this one?
0: Is this more like a like a platformer or what is it? It's a platformer. Exactly? It's it's definitely a platformer, but you're Chibi Robo. But you're like you're kind of mm. like um, I don't know. You could say that it's like it's like Castlevania, but you're Chibi Robo and your whip is your plug. So that's how you kill people is by hitting them with your with your plug. Uh. But as you go you get upgrades that make your plug longer and you can also attach your plugs to other sockets and it'll help you like climb walls and stuff. So so it's like you're using it to attack people and as like a grappling hook of sorts. Is basically how he zip lashing through the game, you know. That's what mm. what that is. And you'll get like I said you'll get you'll get extensions to it and it'll be longer and it'll have to be like a certain length for some levels to get certain secrets and stuff like that. But it's fun for what it is. I just don't really like the way the level is level design is set up. Like the the way you go from one level to another, which is such a weird thing to change. Like why can't I just go to a map and just pick one that I want to play? Like why do I have to go through this dial system like every time and hope that it lands on the right number that I need to go to the next level? You know, that doesn't make sense to me. That seems like a really weird really, really weird design flaw on there on their on their part. Like why do like why do it like that? I don't know. It so, seems unnecessary. So I, so I ended up, since I beat the last level, I had to beat the next, like, three levels before I could get to the two levels that I didn't finish. And there is, like, some stuff that you can do the second time around. There's, like, a little alien guy that you can find that'll help you unlock, like, a different area, but it's not like a whole... It doesn't make the level different. It's just, like, maybe you'll find something that you couldn't find the first time through with that mm-hmm. alien guy. So it's kind of, like, weird. But, I mean, it was practically free, so I guess I'm not complaining, but I did I did play it a little bit, and... It's yeah. pretty
1: much, yeah, you bought the Amiibo and got the game for free,
0: really. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, because I got it for 15 That's like normally the price of Amiibo, and there happened to be a game in there, you know? So. Yeah, it's so cool. Kinda, and John got it for 10 even cheaper.
1: And it's know. a physical game, which is cool, too.
0: Yeah, got it, Got me another 3DS physical game. So there you go.
2: I just remember when they announced that game, I was like, Cheapy Robo was one of the games that I really wanted to see come to the 3DS just because I thought that could really show off the 3D aspect pretty well. Like, having a game where you're a small character and showing off the scale, I think that would look really cool, actually, in 3D. Mm-hmm. And then when they announced that it was going to be Zip totally different style, I was like, oh, that's a missed opportunity. Did so?
0: Yeah, did you ever play the, the Chibi Robo, like, racing? What was it? There was one, there was a DS one, too, that was a Walmart exclusive. Yeah. And I always like wanted, Patrol, yeah. I always wanted to play it, but I could never find it. And it like involved the cart, like you raced around in it, I guess. Yeah, I found it one time, and then I I found it at a GameStop, and it was twelve dollars. Now I was like,
2: yeah, I don't know if I really oh. should, because it was before I had played the original one, and yeah. I wasn't really like a, you know, I wasn't a fan of Chibi Robo at the time, but um, it's yeah. been one of my like things that I've been looking for ever since because. After playing the Chibi Robo on GameCube, I was like, oh, "I love this." But yeah, I wanted to see what that was like too.
0: Well, I mean, twelve dollars marked down from like the original forty price tag is pretty good. Like, I've never yeah, seen was- the game at all anywhere. Like, if I saw it, I would have, I would have picked it up. But never yeah. saw a Park Patrol anywhere, and I expect that it's probably expensive now because I feel like it's a fairly limited game. You know, I don't know, limited release.
2: Yeah. I remember, Jeremy, a, w- a couple months ago, you said that you saw it at Walmart for like $5. Like they found a crate of them or something.
1: Oh, well, I took a picture of uh, Switches or something at Walmart and it was in the same frame. Like what I said, the picture to the chat window. So I think that's when you guys noticed, hey, look, it's cheap. Mm. But I've never bought it.
0: It says it's trending at 12 twelve twenty-eight.
1: It oh, might still on, be at Walmart. On, for on all eBay. I know. But they did recently re- Arrange the entire game section. It's set up like completely differently now, and I think they got rid of a lot of like the bargain games.
0: But it, it looks like you can find it for around like twenty, thirty dollars on eBay. If you're if you're looking for it, but they said the trending price is twelve dollars. So that's was the price that you found it for. It's still, I guess, that's still the the price. But I'd, maybe if I could find it in MGC or something, I'd play it. That was another one that was like I wanted to play it because I really did like. I felt like the GameCube game was more of like an or just a weird open world game, not really mm-hmm. Zelda because you don't do a whole lot of fighting in it, if I remember correctly. I, th- I thought you do no, not it, really you do you it's do more like... of like it's more of like a got like what do you call it um fetch quests sort of but for really mm-hmm. interesting weird characters that are like you. Yeah, I remember it was like a bunch of weird side
2: quests and everything, and I really just got I got I, personally I got a Zelda vibe from it. It was mm-hmm. like a weird, very Japanese sense of humor Zelda game about a quirky little robot that's why i loved it
0: but i didn't really yeah i didn't really get the i just didn't get the zelda vibe because of the dungeons there's like no dungeons and no fighting really or there i think there is a little bit but not really like dungeon style i just remember like you you have to cook you have to cook hamburgers at one point and there's like army men and there's a part where you have to like hook up two like really weird toys that like there was like a mummy and really... then like a bow peep character Yeah, or it was something. like a mummy and a princess I or something. Of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I mean Ziplash doesn't really have that that much uh, freedom on it, I guess. It's more of a it's more of a two D type thing. But it still has it still has a chibi Robo charm, I think. Like you would be reminded of the original one at least if you played it, you know. It's worth giving it a go if you ever get a three D S. But I mean definitely if I would have paid like forty bucks for it or whatever, I probably would have been somewhat disappointed but I paid 15 and it was for the, the amiibo so it does not really matter on my end but yeah I played that uh Jeremy and I we played some uh, wargroove the other night we played around we with did. some uh some more of that uh, I know you've played it a lot more than I have so you could talk, I did finally you finally can talk more on that you did you you beat me on the uh <laughs> we played a cuz apparently on the uh multiplayer stuff there you can change how much money you make from each of the houses or each of the like Yeah, Houses that you own, I guess. So we just pumped it up the whole way, like all the way up. So like we would be able to buy multiple giants, like every round and all that. So it was like, it was like super high spot war groove. So that was interesting. It was uh, the Titan, the Titan tumble or whatever. We just kept a, you could just buy a dragon whenever, or buy a couple dragons each round, you know, like the big, whatever the highest thing is that you could get, you could just recruit it. So that was an interesting thing to do. We played around with the chess, we finally got killed in that giant uh, river encounter that we were trying to do. We we finally oh, right, got defeated yeah, in that
1: circus encounter.
0: But yeah, played around with that. Um I played a little bit of played a little bit of Valkyrie Chronicles last night just because Wargroove made me miss that game. So, I still uh messed around and like finished up the squad stories on there, which have been my favorite thing so far because it's kind of more like it reminds me more of like Fire Emblem because it's more based on each of the characters and like their backstory and all that stuff. I'm hoping to finish. Uh, I kind of have like this list in my head that I've been trying to f- that I've been trying to do. Like, I wanted I want to complete like Valkyria Chronicles before Fire Emblem comes out. I have to beat Dragon Quest Builders before Dragon Quest Builders Two comes out. Um, what else? What else did I have in there? There were a couple other ones I wanted to beat before other versions of them came out. But yeah, those those are my two big ones, I guess. There there was there was like three or four other ones that I'm sure I'll remember when I'm editing this. But yeah, I want I want to get through those two for sure before before the other other versions of them come out. But yeah, I mean that's mostly what I've been playing. Who wants to go after this? I'll make it easy. I haven't gotten anything this week. I've just
2: been playing a lot of Tetris ninety nine and oh yeah, yeah.
0: We haven't also, even yeah we haven't even talked about Tetris ninety nine. I did want to talk about that. Yeah, I mean Jerry and I, Jeremy and I also played Tetris ninety nine. I've also been yeah. playing some Tetris. And we 99. got into
1: some of the same matches with each other.
0: Yeah, we did, did actually, really? we yeah. were, yeah, we were playing online and we were doing like, this is kind of the way that we did Splatoon 2, where we would just count down and hit go at the same time uh-huh. and see if we're in the same match. And it happened, it worked out for us like three or four times, but you don't really, there's no way to know whether you're in the same match until the very end where you look at the numbers. You'll be like, I placed this. And then it's like, you look at, like I was 54th and then you look at 54th and it's like, oh, there you are, you know?
1: There was one where you could see us. I, I did capture a screenshot of it, but there was one where me and you were, were visible on the same screen. No. Didn't have to scroll because
0: we placed like oh, yeah. just a
1: couple places apart.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we played around with that a little bit. like. But um, apparently, I mean, this was something that dropped right after last week's show. But um, uh, some data miners were messing around with uh, rooting through Tetris 99, and they found some possible modes that might be an update later. So maybe they're going to do some... Uh, be nice to to have some sort of friend mode in there, like a team mode or whatever. Uh, I don't think they said exactly yeah. what it was, but they did find some. I think moves, that was that was one of the things they said was that it would be a, a team mode. Yeah, which yeah. would be great. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah.
1: And also, just like I don't know, it'd be nice if eventually you could just play one on one Tetris. But I guess right. they already have that in Puyo Puyo, or yeah. Puyo Tetris.
0: Yeah, or maybe they're maybe they were thinking about releasing it as straight up uh, in like the NES stuff. I don't know, like for the online service.
1: But there was never head-to-head Tetris on the NES unless they did.
0: Oh, the uh, Tengen. <laughs> the ten-
1: Tengen one, yeah.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, my my uh, my Tetris experience was mostly through the Game unless Boy. Unless they did Game Boy was, uh, games. Yeah, and there was there like was a link on there, online, which yeah. would be kind of cool. Yeah. Did you ever get? Did you ever get the Game Boy Tetris game on your 3DS? I know it's not available anymore.
1: Oh, no, I the, missed on my games. shop
0: Yeah. That's a great game. I mean, that was my. That's basically Tetris for me. Was that? Pretty sure I have it for game the game Boy, game, game. game Boy.
1: I guess I don't know that for sure. I, I do mean, have it for the NES.
0: Well, it came with the Game Boy. If you have the one that you got originally, from, I don't. From I got 19, mine from, as
1: a Secret Santa gift. 89 ago, or um, ninety. Reddit.
0: But yeah, what what were you? Uh, what did you find on your plays? Your playing of uh, Tetris ninety-nine, John. Well, um, I found like a lot of people that you know I was dropping pieces like left and right
2: um Wondering what was going on. And of course it was the D pad. Yeah. Which never really bothered me before
0: because I was using the Pro Controller. Because um, you weren't playing you weren't playing games where it mattered. Like I was. I'm just saying right, I was ahead right. of the curve on that one. Street Fighter Two, <laughs> once I played Street Fighter Two I knew it knew it didn't work. And like Celeste yeah. as well, which I've said many a times on here. How the how the control pad killed Celeste for me because it sucks. I
1: got through Celeste
0: mm-hmm. with it. And now everybody maybe because Celeste was so charming that people still got through it with it, but any sort of game that expects you to like do a precise input on your controller and the controller only does it half the time kills a game for me. I'm just, it can't, I just can't deal with that. It's kind of the same problem I had with Pokemon. Let's go about the motion control that didn't work most of the time. And I was mad that I couldn't play it on the TV. That's probably why that game did not make my top 10 list. And I haven't really played it in a while. (laughs) That's what became of that one. But (laughs) But yeah, I think Tetris 99 has kind of, like, brought it around to everyone now, I guess. Now they're finally yeah. figuring out that it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, well, I got I got fed up enough that I actually started looking for
2: solutions. And, you know, I looked for, you know, um, there's, like, the 8 though, adapter you can plug in any controller, mm-hmm. USB adapter.
3: Yeah.
2: So I looked at that, and, um, you know, I I tried to use my GameCube controller even, but that, that D-pad is so small. I it's never, small, uh, use yeah. I that. Um, so, so finally, I just I looked it up on Nintendo on their website, on their help website, is there any, to see if there's anything on there about the D-pad issue. And there was. There was something about their whole article on their help section about the D-pad. Um, they said what to do if your D-pad is is not working properly on the Pro Controller. And so I went through the whole list, and you know, as I suspected, nothing that they said helped me because the the Controller is just faulty. Yeah. And at the bottom, it says, if you still have problems, you can call Nintendo customer support. So I did. Yeah. Not really expecting to get much. But actually, what I got was they told me that even though uh, my controller is well out of warranty, that for this particular D-pad issue, they will fix the controller or send a replacement for free. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm going to send it in. And uh, we'll see what happens. Now, it could be that they just send me a new Pro controller and has the exact same problem, issue, whatever. But my thought is that they know this is a problem because they said specifically for this issue that they'll they'll take the repair and they'll they'll make the repair for free and all this stuff. So they know it's an issue. Mm -hmm. So I think if I just keep sending it in (laughs) until it's fixed you'll then, then they'll they'll maybe take a hit and actually fix it. Um Yeah. Well hopefully I mean, they'll just fix it right off the bat. I don't know. Yeah.
0: I mean I've heard you know I've heard people talk on the internet about that the newer pro controllers that came out had better uh and that had better digital pads and all that, but mm-hmm. I don't think that's true. I think they still kind of have the same problem from what I've heard. So it'd be interested to see like what they do with it. But at the same time you have to spend a lot of time without having a pro controller. You'd have to use the, you know, the joy cons and the dog face yep. holder and all that. And
1: so you don't necessarily have to use the holder, but
0: you don't, I guess, but that's the way that I like. It's doing still, it.
1: They're still very tiny controllers. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. True. And you, and for you, John, I think you'd probably want more space in the middle too for it. Right. Yeah. For, I can barely hold the, those things. Yeah. yeah. You need to so. make your, well, you could do like, I mean, people like 3d print bigger ones and stuff, I guess. I don't know. I mean, you I just have, give uh, up yeah.
1: on uh, attacking and uh, just use your NES controller.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you can, probably you, honestly do that in the meantime. You can use your NES controller. You can still hold the pieces, I guess, right? Because there's L and R buttons on those. You guys were saying, "Yep, there's L and R buttons." Yep. You yeah, you just can't do yep. any
1: of the attacking stuff.
0: You just can't move the stick around, which no, it'll just
1: uh, always be set to random.
0: Yeah, which actually I've kind of done the best with it set to random because I think. And I was talking to one of my co-workers about this, but I think that everyone you you uh, directly that you directly attack attacks you also. Like there's some sort of well, if they've got if backwards they've got with that, it's what it seems like. Yeah. Well, I feel like every time I set it to something other than random, I get killed quicker. Like, because I, like, people I get more see stuff that you're targeting they target you back. Okay. Yeah, that's probably the issue.
1: So what I've been doing. My method has been I uh, and I read this on the internet. I think it probably was on a subreddit thing, but um, I have it set on KOs, and that just targets the person who has the most KOs and tries to get them out of the game. I guess. Yeah,
3: that's and like so. A- I
1: and so I have it set on KOs, and I leave it set on KOs until like more than one person is targeting me. Once more than one person is targeting me, I switch to attackers, okay. and a lot of times that gets people to stop targeting me. Okay. Or if they're targeting me, I just keep like unleashing. I try to unleash my three and four aligned combos. Then, and yeah, if you I've got I've gotten better about KOs since, mm-hmm. even since we played the other night, just because I've been trying that strategy out.
0: Yeah. I usually average
1: at least one or two a game.
0: Well, attacking. I guess what you're saying, attacking the people with the KOs. That's kind of like the blue shell to the game, right? Like taking out the R- guy much, in the yeah. first, yeah. Taking them down a few pegs.
1: Now the thing is, if they're really good. They'll they'll be one of the people targeting you, and they'll fuck you. So there is like, yeah. definitely a downside to that. But if enough people are attacking the KO leader, maybe they're not going to notice you.
0: Yeah, there, I felt like a lot of that was happening. Like Jeremy and I streamed some of this Monday night on Tetris 99, and I felt like I was getting hit by like three or four attacks like at once, which sucks. And that happened yep. a few times in a row also. So it's like, uh, you're not giving me a chance to do anything here. Like I'm trying to play, and then it's like, and then it's gone. You know, it just rises right up, and then I'm done for. You know, and that and that gets annoying. So, you know, there was one time today I started out just as soon as I started the match, I was targeted by six people. Like all of a sudden, off the bat, yeah. Like I didn't even do anything yet; I got targeted by six people. Well, they they didn't like the way you were playing that game. Or something. I guess so. Well, you're looking at where
1: cut of your <laughs> They
0: didn't like the way you were looking at those Tetris pieces. Didn't like the way it was. Yeah. So I've I've still been playing Tetris 99, but I was definitely I know last time. It... Well, after we recorded last week, you were talking about having troubles with the pro controller, and I was like, I haven't had any problems yet. And then like right after that, I feel like I started doing it. But I've been doing it. Yeah. I have started doing it with the dog face controller, and that actually has worked better for me. But it sucks that you have to switch to a different controller every time you want to play a mm-hmm. certain game. Right, Which I've been right. doing that anyway for fighting games on this system, but still. I mean I guess I could try to use my I could use my Pikachu controller that I use for Street Fighter, but then I don't have analog sticks for that, so I can't aim against anybody, you know, so it's like I don't know. And I have an eight bit an eight bit dough Super Nintendo controller. Jeremy does too, you know, we could mm. use those. I thought but, I'd try that. Well you have the extra the actual Super Nintendo one, but it's like yeah, whatever. But um, but I have,
1: but I do. Yeah, I have the one with the
0: analog sticks on uh-huh. it too. But is that mostly what you've been playing? Have you did you do any more of Katamari? Have you played any of that, John?
2: Yeah, I did a bunch more of that, and yeah, that game totally holds up. It's great. Yeah, I, I really loved it. Um, I, I looked around for any additional modes, and you know, like we were asking about you know, last week about the online mode, but uh, there's no online mode on there. It's just the regular old classic two player. Uh-huh. I'm, yeah, I'm not really finding anything like added or extra or new yeah i thought they it's might have added something. the same old game and really good looking and yeah yeah it's on your switch now
0: yeah totally worth it good looking uh great soundtrack mm-hmm. lots of quirkiness Man. yeah uh, some things that i totally forgot like I,
2: I like i love how the characters like when you roll up the people like each person has a name oh yeah i just i, I love it it's not just like you know Pedestrian or whatever—it's like you rolled up Rick or like
0: Jeff or yeah, whoever. yeah, somebody yeah. with
2: the actual—they they put that amount of yeah thought and care into it that everybody has a name, mm-hmm. and then some of the characters like don't make a weird noise.
0: Oh yeah, like one guy goes
2: da 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 or something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I thought it's they all so kind of—I no, love yeah. it. Yeah, I thought it's they funny. all kind of made a weird noise, or at least the stuff that's alive did. You know, mm-hmm. would make a noise when you ran over it. Yeah. Now I still. Uh, yeah, I want to get that game at some point. I haven't got to it yet, though. Is that a, is that what you've been playing for the week, John?
2: Yeah, that's what I've been playing.
0: All right. Well, I know Jeremy got a big stack of games, but I want to know uh, you've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy IX, right, Jeremy?
1: I have. That's probably the one I've played the most this week.
0: So, I, I this was another thing that dropped right after we recorded last week. But there's a report that this so apparently this version is the same version that's been released on all the other systems. And there's kind of a bug in there. Have you noticed this to where, like, every time you go to a battle and you go back from the battle, like, the song restarts in the in the main map at the beginning? So you only hear, like, the first 10 seconds of that world map song. Have you noticed that?
1: Uh, I haven't noticed it, no. Oh. I, I did read about that also. And that was something that, like, was reported as a glitch years ago. And it's strange they haven't fixed it yet. But yeah. um, I haven't noticed. I mean... The game always kind of like felt archaic when I played it originally because I played it on the PS1, but I played it like I mean, I played it like 10 years ago almost mm. now. Yeah. But even then, it was an old game. So I guess I just I've just accepted it's a PS1 game and it's got its quirks for that reason. Yeah. The the uh, the big thing that I've seen online and like kind of like in people's gripes and I definitely noticed it beforehand was like that you're, you're in a lot of pre-rendered backgrounds. Of course, that's how the whole game works. Well, and, yeah, that's uh,
0: how those, yeah all those and they're
1: super blurry and supposedly they didn't have to be that way. It was just because of how they fucked up when they up- upscaled it or whatever. Oh, Okay. Yeah. So that part, that is kind of sucky. Cause I mean, a lot of times you have to like find a certain spot, to advance the game, you know, oh, like, to interact one, with. One thing I had to do recently was like I had to find like a there's a hatch on the ground inside of a room. I I spent like five minutes looking for like how I was was supposed to advance. Finally found that, but I think the blurriness of it probably Makes contributed it to me yeah. not knowing what that thing was on the ground.
0: Mm. Yeah, those static backgrounds is hard to deal with. On there, especially with it, I've no, I noticed that it was really pixelated. But I didn't notice a blurriness, but I only played it for about like twenty minutes, so I haven't really, I still haven't really gotten into it yet. I mean, it
1: hold it, it's fine. Yeah. I I before I read any of that stuff, like
0: that music thing would a annoy th- me though. Good
1: time with it, yeah, and I'm still having a good time mm-hmm. with it.
0: I mean, uh, Dragon um, Quest Builders kind of does that too, which is, but it's not like there's no random battles. Like whenever you, you know, whenever you go and do something and come back, the song will start from the beginning, but. It's expected to go for like a long time. So, but that world map thing, I think would would get to me. I don't know. I'll have to. Play I will it say the world map.
1: On uh, one thing I did want to point out about the world map, though, is that it's got the fog,
0: the really aggressive fog. <laughs> yeah. So there's like no draw distance. <laughs> so you can't um, see anything.
1: Like ten feet in front of you, it's just like an intense white fog that prevents you from seeing any further. So that's kind of annoying. Um, the the overworld, you know, that classic Final Fantasy overworld. Mm-hmm.
0: Isn't it? Is it's it like? It's like 7, though, right, where it's kind of 3D, where you're, like, walking on a 3D space, right? It is. Yeah. I mean, it is. But you can't 3D. see anything. Yeah.
1: It's just the draw distance is shit because it was PlayStation 1 and
0: mm-hmm. 19 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, they and haven't really... It was really... probably
1: pushing the hardware already at that point because it was five-year-old hardware. Mm.
0: Apparently for having the four characters on the screen, too, at the same time. It's kind of pushing it. That's why they only had three in the previous ones. Yeah. Yeah, but it's still good, right? You like playing it It's great. I love it. I
1: I mean, I I keep playing it. Um, I haven't really been challenged too much yet, and I'm sure that's going to change eventually, but um, it's so classic Final Fantasy that, uh, like, I'm just judging or juggling all the different things is really easy because it's just, it feels so familiar, you know? Um, I was actually, I mean, I don't know if we're switching over to me now, but.
0: Um, yeah, we, we were, <laughs> but I
1: was, uh, I, I, I wanted to talk about I was kind of blown away yeah. when I, and I was like, well, what year did this game come out? Cause I thought it came out when I was in high school. It actually came out the summer after I graduated. That was only four years after final fantasy six or final fantasy three to us. So when I think about that oh, yeah. context, it's kind of crazy. Cause you know, I remember waiting, people waiting a long ass time for seven to come out.
0: But it wasn't that long of a time. But I then I
1: think. think eight right, and then I think eight yeah. came out the following year, and then this one took a couple years to come out. Or maybe eight came out in ninety nine. I don't remember, but yeah, still like, like yeah. that, that that span of time, you know that's why this game feels the way it does. It feels like Final Fantasy Six a lot like Final Fantasy Six. Um it's just got the three D pre rendered backgrounds. Otherwise yeah. it was it was hearkening back to that, I think, intentionally, and um it feels like it feels like that. The way the characters are with each other, uh-huh. the way the whole like overarching theme works of like, yeah, it's it's great. I love it, and so in spite of its visual problems, it's fine with me.
0: Yeah, um, I even up. Final Fantasy Seven VII and Eight were like pretty much a year apart because cause the the twentieth what is the twentieth anniversary of Final Fantasy Eight like just happened. So that was ninety eight, and uh, Final Fantasy Seven was ninety seven. So the twentieth anniversary was last year, so they were pretty close to each other. But yeah, if it was, I don't know. I, I felt like they were like once a year. I, I, so they I spent more. Maybe they spent one.
1: more time on this. But that was also around the time that Spirits Within was a thing. So they might have been working <laughs> on that too. John's face looks weird. Do you was, see that too?
0: It was Spirits Within, yeah. probably just like destroyed everything. It's just my face pixelated. Yep.
1: Anyway, that's a great game, and. Um, for me, it's like reading a book I like to read as a kid over again, you know? It just it feels very comfortable and um, nice, and I think the way some people describe some Dragon Quest games being like that, um, that's how I feel about some of the Final Fantasy games, and so, yeah. I've just been kind of, like, chilling out. I played it for, like, two or three hours today.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen, you, but I've seen you on there quite, quite, fun, quite a bit. It's fun, though. I like it.
1: Uh, other than like, that's my big gripe. The overworld map looks like shit, but everything else about it has that old school charm and it's just the perfect RPG for me right now in my life.
0: For sure. Yeah. But let's talk about, uh, let's talk about your purchase for the week or purchases for the week.
1: Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, there's one thing I wanted to mention about um, Tetris. I got my first T-spin.
0: What's a Uh, T-spin? An
1: intentional T-spin. It's when you take the T-shaped block and you get it into an area where, like, it wouldn't fit normally, but you, like, oh. maneuver it by, like, as it drops, you spin it.
0: Oh, I didn't know you could do that. And, like, so I-, I got
1: my T-spin into, like, a, a weird spot, and I was able to get a single line out of it. But mm. I did it on purpose, so I felt good about it. And it showed it at the end of my stats that I got one T-spin single. Um, those are important for your stats. And for your like things <laughs> and stuff.
0: And if you want to look fancy, yeah, I didn't know you could do that. I knew you can do the one where like you slide it down and then slide over. Like I always did that. I saw someone on game. Reddit
1: posted like, if you want to get better at Tetris 99, and you have Puyo Tetris, go into the tutorials and you'll learn some of the stuff about like T spins and stuff. I guess is in that game. Uh-huh. It teaches you about it.
0: That's something you can do if you have mm-hmm. Puyo Tetris in English, which I which I don't. So <laughs> I, I can't benefit from that <laughs> because my Puyo Tetris in, isn't in Japanese.
1: Yeah, and also, like, an update, my best place I've gotten to now is 13. I think I got to that when Trey and I were playing one of the games I got up to 13th place. And still haven't gotten into the top 10, but got close.
0: I'm still... I play a little bit yeah. of
1: that Damon X game. It's whatever.
0: Yeah, it's. Uh, I haven't played it since we talked last time. I'd like to give it, a go, give it a try again, but I really sucked at it last time I played.
1: The controls become pretty intuitive after a while, like, mm-hmm. when you're, like, moving in the 360-degree space. Uh-huh. So I could sort of understand that combat being kind of cool if you were into it. But it still just wasn't really piquing my interest.
2: Yes. I kind of forgot I had
1: it. Yeah. And then, it's... of course, I've been playing Diablo 3 still. been playing Undertale. been playing Mario U. Still, have have been able to get past, get onto Bowser's Airship. It's really hard. Mm. Yeah. yeah, so I've been playing my Switch a lot this week. And then on top of that, I bought a shit ton of games for my Wii U. Well, they're Wii games.
0: But you can play them on your Wii U.
1: But Yeah, they're all they're all shooting games which that's just like that's what I've been wanting to buy lately for the Wii cuz what can you do? What's the Wii have that nothing else has? Good shooting mechanic games because of the the sensor bar and the infrared controller. Like mm-hmm. nothing else has been that good. I think PlayStation Move was pretty good but they didn't make this many games.
0: Well, PlayStation Move, I think most of their games were re-releases of these games. <laughs> cuz don't forget that House of the Dead, Overkill, and both of the Resident Evil games, and the Dead Space one, all came out for PlayStation Move after they were Wii games. So, and the Move in itself was kind of a re, it was yeah. kind of a ripoff of the Wii.
1: So, well, let me let me start out with yeah. the kind of at the bottom here. I'll tell you what games I bought here. So I got Cabela, Big Game Hunter, ten and twelve. So these games are like, still not sure how much how I feel about them because. They're set up like actual first-person shooters, like you're a character running around, uh-huh. and you have to, like, I don't know, you have the full, like, motion, and you're strafing
0: and all that, and it's kind of weird. First-person shooting hunting game.
1: Oh, so yeah, you can yeah, move.
0: Yeah. It's, not on tra- it's not on a rail, is what you're saying.
1: Exactly. It's not a rail-based game. Interesting. And, like, it's got all this stuff where you, like, you figure out what animal you're going to hunt, and then you go to the right region and then you have to like track it and then you have to like bait it sometimes or whatever and like all this other stuff like monster hunter (laughs) what's right it's really it's really like complicated and it's not just like point and shoot so still not sure how much we're into these games but they they do have like uh, arcade modes on them that are point and shoot so at least Uh. those modes are available in these games Uh, Got Cabela monster buck hunter so I haven't booted that one up so that's my third one I got switching over to the rimington games i got rimington super slam hunting alaska uh that's the the one that we've been playing the most is super slam hunting africa and that's the one like that's been really fun and we've probably put seven or eight hours into it at this point but uh this alaska one's really cool i like it it's probably my favorite of
0: the ones we got shooting a lot of polar bears and uh I don't mostly know,
1: moose so far
0: penguins what what's now, in alaska we...
1: <laughs> but it's a lot harder, so we haven't gotten that far in it because um you can always get hurt by like certain animals will like charge at you and attack you.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But in but in Super Slam hunting Africa, I don't know, it would take a lot of hits to die. But now like the moose kills you. Like if you get gored by three moose, you're dead.
0: Oh jeez. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's just like real life.
0: <laughs> Probably get but killed. That was from also
1: one. incidentally the most expensive of the games I bought. It was nine ninety nine. Um of course, I bought this at Disc Replay and got some free games out of out of this huge lot because it's buy five get one free there. Uh-huh. But also got the Remington Great American Bird Hunt. Haven't booted that one up yet. Kind of scared too because the bird missions are like the hardest ones in the other Remington games. And then got this other game called North American Hunting Extravaganza. It's pretty shitty. It's from like I think it's from the first year the Wii came out. And it's all. It's like third person pointer based oh, controls. Weird. So you're like walking your guy around in third person, but you're using the uh, the reticule to like get him to like move his head around and stuff. So it's kind of it's kind of a shit show. Plus the graphics are really bad, like hilariously bad.
0: And that's the one that you got. You got that one for like one ninety nine though, right?
1: Yeah, that was the cheapest one. Yeah, <laughs> <Darned>. <laughs> uh, Cabela. 2010 was also $1.99. So, yeah. incidentally, that's probably actually a good game, but there's just a lot of them. But yeah, uh, that's all the hunting games. So now I've got like, I've got so many hunting games. It's stupid.
2: Yeah. Do you have but like a, a I did also rifle get, or something like that? Or, uh, I have attachment one of those, just using? I do rifle have it.
0: Attachment. I can't find it,
1: but I oh. have the uh, Lynx crossbow training attachment. Somewhere. Oh, yeah. That
0: cool. thing. I still I, I need I, to find I,
1: it, but I have it.
0: Yeah, I still have a John's disc of Link's Crossbow Training. I actually liked that game. I had fun with it. I mean, it's not you have really my disc. Yeah, I have your disc. You gave it to me. You don't remember that? No. You you gave me the Link's Crossbow Training disc because you said you did that you had played it enough and you were bored with it. So I so I played it because I I I didn't get because you bought you bought the crossbow and I didn't buy the crossbow because I thought it was dumb. But I wanted to play the I wanted to play the game on there because it had like some decent like. Third person, third person shooting controls. You know, so you gave me, you gave me the link crossbow draining disc, and I still have it. I must have had a second copy somehow because I'm almost certain I still have my copy. Oh well, you have to look for it, but you did give me your copy. I, oh, I know, that, right. I know that for a fact. You gave it to me, and you told me you were, you didn't care anymore about it. So, so you gave it to me, and I played it. I played through all the levels on it and had fun with it for what it was. But yeah. Link's Crossbow Training. But is is there... I'm sure there's like a Remington attachment too or something, right? I'm sure that's expensive. Well, okay, so I was
1: going to say that. It's not Remington, but um, the Cabela ones that I played would... One of them I played was like... One of the control styles was whatever, some sort of rifle. I'm like, I don't remember this thing. And then I played a different game and it was like, this game controls best with the uh, Cabela Big Game Hunter official attachment. Pardon me. So they made their own... I don't know if it's just like a shell. Yeah, that's it.
0: There it is. And it's big, big orange wonder right there. You can get it for $22.
1: Anyway, not really interested in it, but uh, I do have. Whenever I find the crossbow thing, I'll, we'll switch to that. But as far as the hunting games, that's all of those. And then I did get a couple others. And as you might have guessed by what Trey was saying earlier, I got both of the Resident Evil ones: I got Umbrella Chronicles and Dark Side Chronicles. Yeah. I spent the most on Dark Side. The, out of all the games, it was the most expensive. It was eleven ninety nine. So, I got a pretty good deal on these, and uh, a couple of them were bought for me because, yeah, they were part of a, a different thing. So I didn't pay for all these myself. But I also got Dead Space Extraction, and I've yeah. heard good things
0: about that game. So yeah, that's a that,
1: that's all my shooting games. I got nine shooting games
0: this week. That's insane. They're gonna they're gonna like put you on a list or something.
1: <laughs> Maybe, but the person I mean, who buys too much like, shooting
0: games that's a list i really
1: am kind of of the opinion that like why not get the games that the Wii did the best that you can't get anywhere else and the shooting games are probably this is the best place to find them
0: like gun did games did you get target terror yeah i asked you about that i was like uh cuz i think the the couple that we do you have any of the house of the dead games that came no, out no not yet. cuz uh, my my all time favorite i have i mentioned it before house of the dead overkill is my absolute favorite we um like game, I love that game. I played the crap out of that game. I played it more than it than, than any other game, any other shooting game. But um, yeah, that was fun. That one was is really. That,
1: is that one on rails?
0: Yeah. Okay. They're all on rails, but the Overkill one is like the one where it's like they make it look like it's like an old B movie, like to where you know where you can see the film and stuff, and it has mm-hmm. like a hilarious narration and it's like super over the top and like really mature and violent and all that. It has a pretty insane ending. I don't want to spoil it, but.
1: So they took the overkill title seriously and just like oh, went yeah. over the top with everything. Yeah,
0: and it's a, it's a lot of fun. It's like you don't actually die in the game but you lose points when you die. Is basically how it is. And mm-hmm. the higher the higher the points that you get, the more guns you unlock or you can unlock as you, as you go. So that's basically the way it works. You want to play through you want to play through the levels multiple times and get like a lot of points and be able to unlock extra stuff and you can get, I'll you, can check get it you, out. you can get different weapons like and kind of you can unlock different stuff as you go. And I played through that game multiple times. I can practically quote it from beginning to end but yeah that one was probably my favorite one out of there that was a cool game. Tar- target terror was one that was like hilariously bad i guess from what i heard like that i never played it but people talked about it being just i mean it's another like arcade port but just not really that great of an arcade to begin with and there's like ghost squad as well and there's like the house i like of the Dead. game house right, i have a game Ghost yeah, squad i have ghost squad as well. for three bucks yeah it's pretty fun yeah, it's not. It's not when you want to play full price for it because you can play through it in about twenty minutes. But you know. But I'm
1: looking into it. I mean, why the hell not? I mean, I'm I'm expanding my Wii collection, and these games are fun.
0: But you're not. But I, but it sounds in like this kind of way. It sounds like you're not interested in the ones that aren't on rails. Like you don't like doing the third person or or uh, FPS pointer uh, games because no, I think those because work they're really probably
1: well. not doing it very well because they're not. In the business of making those kind of games, they're in the business of making point and shoot hunting games, so I don't well know
0: why they got to like. I, I mean, I'm not talking about like the, the Capella versions. I'm talking about like, uh, like, like the Conduit and like uh, games oh, games like that that, that are conduit. actually really good. You know,
1: oh, wait, do I have the Conduit? I think I do.
0: It was like the Maybe X File style one where you shoot the we shoot the aliens. It's the Conduit was really good. I, I like the first one. I have the Conduit too, also, which was one I've been looking for a while. I played around with it a little bit, but it was like a, it was like one of those, Actually,
1: uh, no, five conduit
0: high, vo- high voltage was like that company that was, uh, they were trying to make the Wii better. So they made like, they were able to do like some graphic stuff that, uh, that other companies weren't do- weren't doing to make it look more like PS3 games and stuff like that.
1: Well, let's not forget Metroid prime, uh, corruption was like my favorite of the shooter games on the Wii, which, which is, uh, you know, it's like, uh, it's not on rails or whatever,
0: but that, that's what I. I'm, yeah. I thought it
1: was the perfect nunchuck pointer combination oh. game that I played.
0: Yeah, that's what I was saying. If you're interested in the shooting games, like ones where you can move too, there's a lot of really good ones on there, like conduit. Like the conduit was good. Um, what was it? Uh, I thought Scarface was really good. That was like a third person uh, GTA style game, but you but the aiming worked really well in it. Oh yeah, couldn't you oh, yeah, like yeah, motion that. with the Wii remote and flip people off? He would like cuss at people when you uh, when you shook the nunchuck. <laughs> yeah. he would like talk to people. It's hilarious. So like whenever you'd set the nunch- nunchuck down to like scratch your nose, he'd be like "fuck you," you know, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and also, if you weren't it, all it also like um there was a super mode, super mode where you went into first person mode and you would kill people and you'd be invincible. That would also be triggered by the nunchuck, so you had to be careful not to set it down while you had that while your meter was up because it would automatically go into that, like, first-person killing mode thing where you couldn't get hurt. But, yeah, I had a lot of fun with that game with the uh, pointer mechanic on it. And what was it? Uh, there was, a, there was that army game. Like, there was a whole bunch of stuff. And oh, even uh, – oh, fuck. What was it? Um,
1: So I've got Battalion Wars 2, which I haven't played much of, but I'm pretty sure that's kind of a point-and-click shooter.
0: Yeah, I don't know how – I never played that one, so I don't know how. I'm sure there's some aiming in there. But what was the – um. Red Steel. Do you ever play Red Steel and Red Steel Two? Yeah. Oh, yeah, a Steel. little bit. I never beat it. Those games were great. I played. I beat both of them. Red Steel One and Two. Red Steel One got a lot of shit when it came out, but I had a lot of fun with it. Like it was criticized because of because it was kind of slow on the aiming mechanic. But Red Steel Two was really really cool because that used the the full motion on it. So
1: you use the Wii Motion Plus, right?
0: It did. Yeah, and it had some really fun uh, sword fights as well that you do. It kind of went in between sword fighting and shooting. So and it looked really nice like i thought it really it looked really good for the time so yeah there's... i went
2: into a walmart on black friday for that game and it wasn't even there for red but steel 2 oh, yeah
0: man terrible that's what i thought was going to happen to me for starlink but it was there <laughs> which that was a weird thing i mean this is like a news thing but i i noticed on the on the on the switch that it said that you could play starlink for free but it's for last weekend and like it just got posted so i don't know what's happening there it's like it's like free free trial, but the trial ended two days ago. I don't weird. know. It's weird, and because I didn't see in there, see it in, on there before. You know, it shows it to you when you start your system up. I don't know, but uh, yeah, is, did you get any other games other than those? Or do you want to talk about other those? than well, those nine games? Other than those no, nine games, <laughs> I don't I mean, know. I mean, I don't other, know I've been
1: playing like the shit out of my uh, Switch this week, like I said, and then yeah. yeah, I probably spent two or three hours playing all these, kind of cycling through these hunting games the other night and had a pretty good time with it because even when they're bad, you know, it's still fun.
0: Well, pointing and shooting is – it's uh, kind of hard to screw that up, I guess, as long as the targeting works, you know. Like you we were playing – uh,
1: so in the uh, Cabela 12 or whatever, we discovered the arcade mode. And the way they changed that up to make it more interesting is that when you shoot at birds, you have to use your shotgun. You shoot at deer, you use your rifle. So oh, okay. if you use the wrong gun, it deducts the score. Mm. Instead of giving you like extra points, so you have to actively change your weapons to, and it kind of adds to the the tension of the point and shoot.
0: It's it's just the
1: one little extra really thing.
2: In real life, though, you still right shot exactly. he yeah, I was gonna say well, like I was like, you yeah. don't
1: want to shoot deer with shot with shotgun shells because you like ruin their meat and stuff. I don't know. For some reason, with birds, you shoot sh- buckshot because they like, can hit more birds at once. I don't really know. I'm not a hunter.
0: <laughs> no. You think, that's kind of what with I get. All these like, you don't games. shoot a deer with a
1: shotgun. <laughs> you want to hit a deer, or one of its vital organs, and kind of kill it quickly so that the meat's the best it can possibly be and not have bullets all up in it.
0: Hmm. With a
1: bird, you can pick the bullets out, I guess, and it doesn't mess it up as much.
0: And and uh, and on that note, do you guys want to take a break and talk about the news? <laughs> Sounds good. Out <laughs> of after we talked about uh, deer and bullets and guts, we'll leave you that. La- we'll leave you with that for a minute, and then we'll be back. Sounds good to me. All right, see you in a minute. Yeah. week first off uh there are a couple things i actually forgot to mention from last from last week's episode um well number actually something i forgot to mention from like two episodes ago um is a uh, war groove which i was hoping we were going to say that in the first part but i guess i forgot to get to it but war groove has a new patch coming up soon which uh uh guest of the show justin actually messaged me about that like right after we got done recording our war groove episode so because because we were talking about like how the uh, icons like didn't look right and all that. Apparently they're changing it to be like to have like one icon to represent all the different classes and stuff yep. like that. So um, that's good, you know, to make it more have the advanced war stuff that we were harping on it about. And uh, Jeremy sent me, you uh, sent me the subreddit about it. There's all sorts of different stuff. That's yeah, because this is
1: someone that works for Chucklefish made this announcement on the official war subreddit so one of the things that i think is the coolest is the dang checkpoint system because like i've said previously i get a little better at this game each time i play it and i see that in like that i'm whatever mission i'm on i get a little bit further but i still lose so it'd be cool to be able to save yeah at that point and then start from there and then you know obviously then if I continue to improve, I don't have to go through that first 40 minutes or whatever of the mission again.
0: For sure, um, yeah. Well, yeah. It looks it, like
1: the difficulty is scalable differently. So I don't know how that's going to work, but I think it's more subtly different now. I've never messed with the difficulty. I've always left it where it is.
0: Well, from, from what I was saying, there's a bunch of different ones. There's like easy, medium, hard. There's story, which is the easiest. And there's a custom one as well where you can change different things. And it's going to be like where, like what Justin was saying, like, you know, before, if you did the custom difficulty, you only got one star. But now I guess if you play through it on easy, you can get two stars at the most. And if you play it on story, which is the easiest mode, which is just like to look at the story and not get killed or whatever, you only get one star for each of the battles. And supposedly they're also supposed to change it up to where it's not just not just about the amount of turns that you've taken to like how you're judged and all that which was another oh, thing we okay. talked about yeah, on the that show was very about like, like directly yeah. griped about. Yeah. So I feel like everything we griped about was uh was solved in some way or another through through this update. Do you The know- big thing
1: that's not being updated that I wish was is the whole like cuz I mean obviously once you play the game enough you'll you'll know this already but each of the enemies or each of the units has a certain range, and in order to see the range, you have to click on the individual enemy, and then you have to click on yourself and see where the overlapping point is. And yeah. like, kind not have to remember. It'd be great if there you could just like hit a button and then you see every enemy's like range, mm-hmm. and you just know exactly where to move your troops so they're out of range yeah. like, if that's your goal.
0: Like you could do on Advance Wars. Or firearm, right? You can do that in both of those. Can you? Yeah. Yeah, Where you hit one button and it'll show you. Well, you can hit a button that will show you like where every unit will go. But you can Mm -hmm. also like, if you click on a particular unit, it'll show how far it'll go, and it'll leave it up there so you can move around and see whether you'll be in the pattern or not. Which which helps. But this one, yeah, you kind of have to just like remember it, you know.
1: Which is annoying because it's so everything else seems so intuitive. It's that just it's kind of dumb. But yeah, that's like. For me, that that would be a huge improvement, but I do think it's cool that you can have checkpoints. I mean, that's fucking cool. Also, if I'm already playing hard mode, then it looks like I'm doing the right thing, because according to this difficulty system overhaul changelog, that's still like the mode you can you have to play to get S rank. And oh, I do okay. have some S ranks on.
0: Oh, okay. So yeah. the hard mode is now like whatever the regular mode was, right? That you're playing it as right now? Yeah. like Whatever uh-huh. the default think mode so. was.
1: So I don't know because I, I I would possibly maybe consider taking it down a level to get past the level I'm on now because I've been mm-hmm. stuck on it
0: for a while. Yeah, you're pretty, it's really hard. You're pretty far though, aren't you? In Act Four?
1: I'm not in Act Four. I'm about to finish Act Three.
0: Oh yeah, but you did. Uh, you told me the other day on the stream that you that you beat the game though, like in the arcade mode.
1: Yeah, I saw the credits, so
0: you know, yeah. I beat the game. So technically, you beat the game. I, mean, I beat one of the.
1: I beat one of the characters. The. Uh, well, I've beaten a few now, but the one I got it on was the uh the Forest King guy. I can't remember what his name is. He's the one that does the uh which I did discover my favorite groove is the 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 vines.
0: Yeah, he's the one who like has this the horse that appears out of the ground, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that guy's cool. Yeah, but he does yeah, like he does the barrier, his, you know, with his groove mood. His groove is super helpful.
1: Mm. Like and I didn't even realize it until I just completely destroyed somebody with him. I'm like, "Oh, wait a minute." That's what it's used for. I guess because you can even block like really heavy enemies
0: with it. I guess they're also moving, adding a movement speed as well, to make everything move faster. Oh,
1: that'll be cool too.
0: Which reminds me of uh, what was it? Um, Code name Steam. Remember oh, where right. they added that? Uh-huh. <laughs> like to make the other and Code Steam was basically 3DS's version of Valkyria Chronicles. I mean, kind of. It was the same sort of like real time walking around, aiming, and all that type of thing. But yeah, no, it's cool that they're adding a bunch of tweaks and stuff. Um, do you, I don't know? I don't think they said what exact day it was going to drop on, but but yeah. So yeah, they'll
1: release a full changelog once the patch is available. So it's not saying when it is uh-huh. or yeah. for what. I mean, this is just in general. So I imagine the patch will come out at different, might come out at different times for uh-huh. different things. I don't know because the game came out all on the same
0: day. Yeah, I, I I figured that since they showed all these different things for it, that it would be. Uh, <laughs> You know well, they there is actually a video
1: they put up on Twitch that shows everything I haven't watched it yet but there's a link in that reddit post I sent you
0: yeah for sure but yeah all that stuff that we griped about is getting taken care of Homeware Groove so that's cool that's uh, something that I always that I kept forgetting to mention but our last episode was so big that I just couldn't get to it, yeah. but, it but another thing I forgot to talk about last episode was there were uh, I watched a little bit of the um, Japanese direct on the other side just to see what's extra on there. And there are a couple of games on there that I'm interested in showed uh showed the Phoenix Wright trilogy, which which is coming out at the end of the month as well. And I think it's dropping for only like 30, which is for us too, bad. or just for Japan, uh, just for Japan, but you can play it in English. Like it, you okay. can buy it from the Japanese shop and there is English on there. So you could buy it there and it would be just like you bought it here. So I'm planning on probably getting that, even though I already got it for the Wii, I know, but, I like those Phoenix Wright games and I want to play it again. So, and I'm interested to see how they do it on the Switch like cuz on the Wii one it was all pointer controlled and I was hoping like it wasn't on this one. But yeah, that that one was on there. There was also a there's like a Dragon Quest card game that was in there which you can actually download for free on the Japanese eShop. It's called Dragon Quest Rivals. But nice. I, but I think you have to have a Square Enix membership to play it. Like I tried playing it and it wouldn't let me do it. Uh-oh. And it, and it like, I don't know what, I don't know how you can, if you can do that for free or not, but it ended up taking me back to the, uh, to some sort of money thing. And I was like, oh, okay, I don't want to pay for it. But I was hoping maybe it was like a try, free try to buy thing. But that was on there. But another one that I'm interested in, um, and any, any, uh, fan of the podcast, Acts of the Blood God, will recognize, recognize this one. But Super, Ro- Super Robot Wars T was on there, which is coming out, uh, March 30th which is the next in the Robot Wars line of games. I guess they're kind of like uh, turn-based strategy games, but starring anime robots. Um, I Kat Bailey talks about it all the time on her show, and I'm really interested in playing it. So I thought that was a cool thing that was on there. I know she had talked about it coming to Switch, but I didn't know it was only going to be on, Jap- in, on on the J- Japanese shop as far as right now. But I believe there's an English English subtitles for that too. So I thought that was some cool stuff that was on there that we missed the first time around.
1: Yeah, I never even checked out the Japanese direct. Didn't think to.
0: Since I have both of the accounts, I got an email from the uh, from Nintendo of Japan to my Japanese account, and there's a link to the direct video in there. So, so I just looked at uh was able to look at it through there. Those were a couple things from the Japanese direct that were on there. Um, another another interesting thing is uh, was it a couple of those games, uh, Astral Chain and Bloodstained, had different trailers on YouTube than they did in the uh, Nintendo Direct. So last time we were talking Jeremy and I were talking about um was talking about like whether you thought it would be a full-on Castlevania game or metroidvania type game
1: oh right because I didn't see yeah. if there was like a a menu, like an equip menu.
0: Well, if you freeze frame through that trailer, like I did, you can find there is an actual menu in there that shows that you can equip items. So that is on there. I didn't see a cool. level number though, but I'm sure it's going to be in there. But it's interesting because those trailers on the on the Nintendo of America YouTube are completely different. Like they show, like they don't show any of the stuff that you saw in the trailer. Same with Astral Chain. There's like a part where you get in this dog suit and walk around. It doesn't make any sense, but a dog suit? Yeah, no. Seriously, you should see it. Like it's weird. <laughs> it like a this, robot
1: dog or just like a dog?
0: It's like a it kind of looked like a sumo suit, but it was a dog. You know, it doesn't. Don't ask me to explain it, but it's that. Well,
1: they're cops, so it's probably some sort of undercover operation.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. But it had a ni- it had some of that nice like silly japanese flair in there at the end
1: oh yeah it looks like um <laughs> i thought i was the uh, postman from animal crossing
0: you turn into uh yeah or like uh you know like kk but a different color i guess a dark, darker tone of kk but yeah there's some interesting stuff to find in there on the extras that i didn't that i didn't notice until after we recorded of course but but yeah there was some other uh some other stuff. Do you guys do you want to talk about the uh, VR Switch rumor stuff, John? I know you've been checking that out more than I have. Sure. sure. Yeah. Um, so this,
2: uh, according to multiple sources, uh, says that there's some kind of Switch VR headset coming later this year. This, um, I'm on UploadVR.com right now. They say coming this year. Um, oh, the original. A uh, place that reported it was Nintendo World Report. Um, yeah, and there might be it might be some kind of labo based thing.
3: Hmm.
2: So maybe it'll be a
0: cardboard headset that you slide your switch into. I don't know. I'd I'd be into that. I mean, if if it's not like eighty dollars, like if you just kind of build a little thing with cardboard. Did you guys have you seen any other reviews of that NS glasses thing that they came out the Nintendo Switch glasses? I know it was no, funny. I was
2: confused by that thing.
0: It was funny because there – well, it kept on Facebook. It kept showing me – it kept advertising for it through like Facebook ads. And it was a picture of Philip Mewson wearing it, which was like mm-hmm. – <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> which I was like, okay. And it was like right after right after all this stuff, you know. So I never really thought, of, thought about it because I was like, that's weird, but
1: – Toxic branding.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was like, why are you doing this now that he's kind of been written off? I don't know. But that's a similar thing. It's like a plastic thing you put on your face and you slide the switch mm-hmm. in there. It's co. It goes back to what I was talking about before, way back a few episodes ago. We were talking about that scuba headset. Kind of reminds me of the same thing where you just put it on your mm. head. It's just that you're putting a screen on your face. There's no real, like, 3D-ness to it. So I'd be interested right. in to see, like, what – if they were doing a Labo thing, I don't know what they would do to make it actually – because there would have to be, like, some sort of, like, dimensionality to it or depth or whatever, right? Like, to make it feel – Yeah, they'd have to like you some kind can't, of
2: – lenses to it. Yeah, you yeah, can't not, just stick it, it, it in front of your, cardboard.
0: You can't just stick it in front of your face and yeah, be like, there needs "Oh, be VR," you know. Like, yeah. Right. There has There's to be like
1: a shy sort of thing that tricks your brain.
0: Did, did you guys ever try that? There was a setup for like a for smartphones away, a, a while back that did that. Remember that where you'd stick yeah. your phone in there? Did that I did do try a similar that. thing? Actually,
1: my little sister had one that she's like she didn't have a phone. She's like, "Can you test this and see if it works?" And she just bought it at like the at a garage sale or something for five bucks. So, yeah, this is I so finally crazy. tried it, yeah.
0: So it didn't work. The only or... one
1: that I, the only one I really enjoyed out of all the demos I tried was a. The, uh, there was like a three. There was like a three D. Well, it was all three D, of course, but it was the uh, solar system, and mm-hmm. you could like go and check out all the moons and the planets and stuff, which was
0: pretty cool. Did it look convincing though? Like, did it, did it make the make the phone look like? Did it do some sort of like three D S effect or? create some depth or i don't know it was fine i
1: mean it was sort of you know i did it after i tried the uh uh, hdc vive at mgc not Mm. last year but the year before yeah that was my that's been my best vr experience so this Mm. didn't even compare to that as far as like sharpness and immersion and all that
2: yeah when you do the thing with the phone on your on your face it it doesn't even look to me to me, it doesn't even look quite as good as a 3D movie. What you have, though, is the it's uh, yeah, the fact that you can like, tilt your head around, look around. That's the that's, that's kind of cool. the difference. Mm. Yeah, but it looks like like I don't know. I guess I would call it 2.5D or something. It's, it's not quite. It's,
1: it reminds me of 3D, 3D.
2: Yes,
3: a little bit. Mm. Yeah,
1: yeah. As far as like if you play like one of the AR games with the, with the 3D, it's kind of like that, except it's right in front of your face with the the goggles.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So it's really not immersive at all. Um, not at all like the HTC vibe, like I said, that really simplistic night game. I played it. So made like a really big impression on me as mm-hmm. like, that's a VR experience. Yeah. Right. 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 And, and, like the true sense.
2: So just- I always tell people like, you know, someone who has a lot of experience in VR, the phone things, those are like candy and the vibe is like a full meal roast beef.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's like a, whole, um, it's, it's a
0: big thing. Yeah.
2: Right. And then I think that you know if Nintendo's going to throw their hat in the VR, I expect it's going to be a full meal. It's not going to be just a throwaway thing. Even though you can literally throw it away cuz it's Labo.
1: I mean, they have played with yeah. 3D twice, so it's not like it's Yeah. And they considered doing it on the GameCube as well.
0: They did, yeah, cuz uh, Luigi's so Mansion was supposed to be 3D for a while. originally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I so be, they would
1: know whether or not they were ready to like take that risk again. It's like what? It's so like, strange how like revolutionary the 3D. When you think about it, I'm still ex- extremely impressed by the 3D technology of the 3DS.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. It still no seems like of ahead 3D. of its
1: time. But there were smartphones. There were a couple smartphones that tried to do it, and it worked okay. But no one cared about it enough to mm-hmm. keep it going. But like um, Nintendo
0: didn't care enough about it. It's funny it, keep how it going Nintendo, either. yeah, Nintendo just stopped caring <laughs> about it
1: themselves. And, yeah.
0: 'Cause even three DS games aren't even 3D. like new
1: games, yeah, like Mario Maker is a good example of a game that's not three
0: D. Yeah. For the three D It Came out them.
1: several years ago. Well even it was like a flagship the, game.
0: Even the Pokemon games dropped the three D mm. too. Yeah. But I'd be really interested to see, like, do you think that they could do something? I mean, you you know the most about VR here. I know absolutely nothing about VR, but mm. do you think that they could do something cool with just cardboard? I don't know how that works. Like it how would just they would do like something to, yeah. they could do something cool. Um I think
2: they they could do something. I think better than the phone because I think that's, the the switch screen's bigger. The screen, well, the screen is bigger. Yeah, that's one thing.
1: I wouldn't put a switch. whole lot of stock in the processor at this point because it's there's a lot of modern phones that are probably comparable. Yeah, that's now true. Now that the switch is a couple years old and it was using older technology mm-hmm.
2: already. And I think they're. I think Nintendo would be smart enough to know the system's limitations and it's. It's not going to be an HTC Vive level uh-huh. experience technically, but they know what to do with their own, own systems, and I think they'll make something cool out of it, regardless.
0: I mean, you never know. Like with with how insanely complicated the piano ended up being with like the reflective surfaces and all that, it's like you never know. Like what maybe they have some sort of thing that can react with the camera on the one Joy-Con. I don't know, but
1: or something that's purposefully low poly, or you know, like. Maybe it's immersive and VR, but it's some kind of weird Nintendo take on it. That's that changes it up and makes it cool for that reason. I don't know, though, because a game like Beat Saber, that's something like you were talking about, John. Like, I really want to try that in VR. That sounds like a freaking amazing VR experience. Yeah. And like it's transcended. That seems like a Nintendo kind of thing. Wouldn't you say like Mm -hmm. if they were going to enter the VR space, that's sort of like Nintendo.
2: Beat Saber would be right at home
0: on uh, Nintendo VR. I think. Yep. Yep. Maybe they're looking into that. I don't know. I would, so that's I, what
1: I'm thinking. Like Nintendo wouldn't necessarily want to be going after like realistic zombie hunting games or something, but they would be interested in using the technology in a quirky way.
0: Well, if it's if it ended up being through a Labo thing, it could be just as shallow as like the Labo demos though that we've seen with the other right. games. You know, that might be just what we're seeing that you're making I mean, a the outset for thing it the and that's what it is. is. Yeah. Really. But, but there I mean, there is the possibility for other companies to use it I guess that that could that could come around you know
2: I don't know I mean, I'm, could, I'm interested it could be like they're making a you know it could be they're making a actual VR headset that just has like a labo one labo application
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know what I mean it's not maybe it's not a labo based thing but who knows? Well, I don't you, know. I mean, we'll see what we'll see what happens.
0: Well, you, you can use the Labo steering wheel in Mario Kart, is what I'm saying. It might be right. there might be a Labo demo with it, but you might actually be able to use it in a different game. Like maybe you could use it in Breath of the Wild or something like that. I don't know, but I'd be interested. And this is all like rumor, you know. Nothing's been nothing been for sure, but they say it's from like trusted companies and all that stuff, which you've heard a million times before, I'm sure. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I would be I would be very. I guess I wouldn't be surprised, but. Yeah, I guess it was just Nintendo throwing logs on the fire of speculation, really. If they released a Labo VR, it would be what it was. It would just be another way of showing how the Switch can be used in weird ways. Because that's really what Labo is all about. It's all about saying, like, here's this computer. You can really do whatever you want with it because of the included technology. It's not just for games.
0: Yeah. It's showing so that yeah, it's there's
1: showing that 3D a lot. shit. So maybe they'll do, like, a 3D cartoon or I don't know. You know what I mean? Like... Something quirky with it, but still it'll be I guess technically a VR like experience.
0: Or it could be I mean, that robot thing that you build, you just walk around as a robot and crush stuff. I mean, it might just be something like that. But you can do it in VR. I don't know. You know, right, who but, knows?
2: But what what has me thinking that it's more than just a rumor is that there's actually two independent sources. It's from one from Nintendo World Report and then another from Go Nintendo. Go Nintendo said they have a separate source from uh, Nintendo World Report source saying
0: Mm-mm.
2: VR is happening. Well, so yeah. I mean, I think we can look forward to it.
0: It'll be cool. I mean, you could def- definitely check it out for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I'd, I'll, I'll check it out. I mean, I'd like to if it's real.
1: I think <laughs> it'll be pretty funny if I dip into I mean, I think I'll have a nice chuckle about it if I buy more Labo. <laughs> I'll be like, oh God, I can't believe I'm buying Labo again. But for VR, I would do it. I what would it, do it for that novel experience. What if they because allowed you got, to you got, know, we do talk it. About that?
0: What yep. if what if they if what if the, if a Nintendo VR thing lets you play all those Virtual Boy games again through the Nintendo oh Online God. surface? We could play Galactic Pinball and a Tellero Boxer and Nestor's Funky Bowling. I'm, I'm into that yes. for sure. It's games that we already. Well, I mean, since you know, Jeremy and I are Virtual Boys are broken, so we we we'll get to play it again. Yeah, so I just want to play Wario.
1: Yeah, I just want to play Wario or. Uh... The Goliath Pinball, those are the two best ones. I yeah. guess Red Alarm's pretty great in its own weird way. Yeah, it's very, yeah. it's immersive in a strange way that like you feel like you you like you climbed into a, a pinball machine display mm. in the mid nineties. <laughs> yeah, i, I it also I, feel like you climbed into Red.
0: Right, exactly. And like black, a red, red and, like black. A red and black pinball machine display. <laughs> it's what I always wanted, man. It's, that's the future. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hopefully, we get to try that. At some point, there are, there are a couple like uh, interesting releases. Uh, there was a video for Darkest Dungeon 2. I think I'm the only one that cares about that. But there's a little teaser trailer showing that that game's getting a sequel. I like that game a lot. I couldn't get very far in the first one. Maybe they'll make the second one a little bit easier. But that one's on there. I noticed that DarkSider DarkSider's Warmaster Edition has a release date now. Did you guys ever play that game by the way? I wanted to ask you. I've heard Dark of it, Siders, but I no. never played it. It's really this good. Is the fighting game, right? Capcom fighting game? No, no, it's it's, no, it's just basically Darkstalkers. It's no, Darkstalkers is Capcom. No, Dark Siders is basically Zelda, but you but instead of Link, you're a you're a four horseman of the apocalypse and you're basically in the end of the world like you're fighting through the apocalypse. It's a really good game. I bought it for PS3. And love the shit out of it. And seriously, huh. it, it's a Zelda game. Like, there's dungeons, there's giant bosses. Like, it's great. It's really, really good. And uh, it's getting re released for the Switch for 30 bucks. It's like the Ultimate version, but I highly recommend it if you guys want to try a traditional Zelda game with a different character. I don't right. know if it's I totally believe worth
1: it. that it's like Zelda. Could you send me a link?
0: <laughs> you can watch some videos on... I'll send you a link to YouTube. No, no, I played through the whole game. Uh, it was cool because on PlayStation, you could actually download a demo that was a whole dungeon. So you could play through an entire dungeon for free. And I did that. And I loved, ended up loving the game. There's been uh, two other sequels. There was Darksider 2 and Darksiders 2 and 3, where you played as different other for- horsemen of the apocalypse. But I didn't really... I never played three other
1: groups of four
0: No, other other of the four of them oh, okay I played two a little bit I didn't think it was as good but I thought one was really good and I almost to the point that I'm thinking about maybe even getting it again I think it's I, th- I don't think it's uh coming out super soon but I wanted I wanted to mention that one on there because I highly recommend it I think both of you guys would dig it if, if you played it and if you hadn't played it because it's been re-released a million times it was on Wii U even Darksiders 1 and 2 were both on there but if you haven't played it before it's totally worth playing if you want to play a Zelda game. That's not Zelda. It actually has some out, some really cool outdoor uh, boss modes that were used later. Yeah, it's coming out at the very beginning of April. That's what it has has it on there for. But I'm interested in it. It just it just recently popped up on the shop. But as far as releases go, have you have either of you guys heard of the game y- Yume Nikki? Have you heard of that game? Yumi Nikki. Yumi no. Nikki. So. Apparently there's like a big cult mm-hmm. following around it. I don't know if this is the remake of it or if it's the original one, but it's coming out tomorrow. Um I do some research on it. It's like sort of a uh I guess it's kind of like a weird point and click ish game. One of the editors from uh US Gamer is obsessed with it. That's that's how I heard about it. But apparently but there's like all these all these different like um stories involving the creator and all that. But I saw that just showing up on the eShop and I think that's kind of I don't know. I'm kind of interested in it. It comes out tomorrow. I, I want to know if it's the newer one or the older one. Because there was a remake that I guess that wasn't as good that they did. But, I don't know. People mm. have talked about it a lot. That's kind of like my sort of lock of the week, I guess, for releases. Let's say I, I'm looking excited. at it now. It
1: says it originally came out in 2004.
0: Okay, well, maybe that's it then. Because the remake was way after that.
1: It kind of almost looks like Undertale.
0: Yeah, created by um, developer Kikiyama, an RPG maker released in 2004. Yeah, so it was... a. Uh, it's something. Oh, worth, you
1: used RPG Maker to make it.
0: I believe so. Yeah, it's something. Awesome. W- it's something worth looking into, is, is what I'm saying. I'll, I'll.
1: It comes out tomorrow. You said it
0: comes out tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's gotten me really, real intrigued into getting. It. I might, I might, I might, end up pick, I might end up picking it up. But uh, are yeah. you saying that you may Nikki? Yeah. <laughs> yep. I may Nikki. For sure. No, that's just one that I saw in there that I thought was pretty rad. But as far as games that aren't coming out soon. uh that's my segue. There were a couple games that got delayed. I guess Untitled Goose Game was delayed. Did that ever have an actual release date?
1: All it said was, uh, "It said like early 2019 or something like that." And now it says and late now
0: 2019. Been... Right and now it's later,
1: <laughs> to the 2019.
0: Yeah, that, that I remember that game. That was that week where we had like four directs in a row, right? You guess you guys remember that, right? Where there were so many oh, yeah. different directs. Well, there were like two indie directs, and then there was like another one on top of that. Yeah. So oh bad. yeah,
2: we got slammed with directs.
0: Yeah, that was when I actually got tired of directs. But that goose, that goose game looked really cool, and there was that really weird uh, Japanese. Uh, remember that? It's like a cat person that has a garden and all that, and it was called like it's called like Nikki's Nighttime something or other. But uh, that I remember that one as well. But yeah, apparently Untitled Goose Island has been pushed, which is interesting since it never actually really had a release date. But another thing which is kind of not like super unexpected but also sucky um that that Shovel Knight update King Knight got delayed that was supposed to come out in the beginning of April too with the Amiibo which have never come out like of all the different spin-off Shovel Knight and ami- Amiibos wasn't on there
1: Didn't it take like forever for the Shovel Knight Amiibo to come out too like wasn't that delayed a bunch
0: Probably because they had to make it on their own like they didn't uh they, they didn't use um they didn't use Nintendo for it. It was all on them. Did you ever... No, I wanted to ask you, did you ever get Shovel Knight, John? Did you ever play that game? No.
3: Because
0: that's another game that you should get for the Switch. If, if you like the Messenger, you'll love Shovel Knight, because the Messenger probably wouldn't have happened if Shovel Knight wasn't on there. Really? So, like, action platform... If right? you
1: like DuckTales on the NES, you'll like Shovel Knight.
0: Yeah. i on the Shovel.
1: Shovel yeah, Knight... It's, it's a lot like that.
0: It, yeah, it's like a mixture of DuckTales and Mega Man... And uh, mm-hmm. it has incredible sprite art, and it's just a lot of fun to play. And the soundtrack is great. I've used it for many different mix mixtapes and all that. Uh, Jake Kaufman did it. He's he does, and, and I think any of his video game music has been phenomenal. Um, it's yeah, it's it's very good. It's, I highly recommend it. Like there's a Trevor Tr- Treasure Trove edition. It goes on sale fairly often. Um, you can get it on the Switch. That's basically if you get that, you get. The two updates that are on there that are two completely different games. There's like uh, what was it, Phantom Night and uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and like the Ghost Night, Plague Night, Plague Night, yeah. And then but then there's the one I have it, Specter Knight. Yeah, what's the other one? So you basically, yeah, get... I
1: only ever bought it on the 3DS. I've never gotten it mm. on any other way. So I still just have the original Shovel Knight, but mm. I still think it's great. Um, it's a good. Someday game. Someday I a, might get it on the Switch.
0: It's a very very good game. Like I highly recommend it. As far as like indie. 2D stuff goes, like, I think that one's up there, definitely. And I think that the Messenger pulled some stuff from it, like, definitely got inspiration from Shovel Knight, because Shovel Knight was just, it it was like a, yeah, they knocked it out of the park with that game. Like, I feel like that game was just, there was nothing wrong with it, in my opinion. Like, I really liked playing it. It was a lot lot of fun, a lot of fun to do. And, uh, yeah, and I've been waiting for that update forever. I think we all have. Uh, We had, when we had Corey on our episode for the PAX East... He was talking up that game, like thought it was going to happen a long time ago. It still hasn't come out. Uh, and there's also, like I said, there's all that, that three amiibo set as well that's supposed to come out that never came out. Because I think it was supposed to coincide with the release of the of the King Knight game, and it just never happened. So, unfortunately, we will, we won't see that anytime soon. But, yeah, a couple stuff pushed back on there. Um, I want to get through, through some really quick stuff before we get to our main thing, which is uh, the Universal Trial's Beta is is un, was unleashed, but you can't play it, so we don't really know <laughs> what uh, what to do with it. But uh, apparently, that's um, when is when is the release date on that on Trials? It's, it's I don't right know. I didn't think it released. Really I anything think it's said the twenty
1: fourth. I want to say it's. I on, was just
0: looking at it a little bit ago. Uh, oh is it it is. It? I'm pretty sure it's on the uh,
1: uh, February twenty sixth.
0: Twenty sixth, yeah. So, Charles Rising so is coming out. If the,
1: that, so, I'm wondering if the demo doesn't start working until the 26th.
0: Yeah, I was wondering about that, but why would you be able to download it now?
1: Well, I mean, you can do that with Deltarune.
0: True. But, it, yeah, no, I mean, that makes sense. It, it Yeah, no, you're totally right. Yeah, so it's my Because I
1: didn't know what the hell was going on, I tried to play Deltarune after <laughs> I downloaded yeah, it free, right. and it wouldn't work. I'm like, why wouldn't my demo work?
2: But, yeah, they did that with the Dragon Ball demo in the Mario Tennis demo too. Well, as
1: far as the demos that are online so I don't know maybe that is a thing maybe the Trials Rising does the demo even has an
0: online feature I don't know Mm.
1: I'll probably get this uh, wait what 25 bucks never
0: mind oh what Trials I never played any of those games so I don't know how they work
1: I really like the one on Xbox I'll try the beta with my friend Dan we Mm. played it for hours and hours it's a a fun game to just hand the joystick back and forth compete with each other
2: mm-hmm there's a knockoff game that's already on uh-huh. Switch. I can't remember what, what that So you got the
1: word Trials in it. It's yeah. called Urban Trials or something. It's called Trib- Yeah, and I, I downloaded that
2: knowing that it wasn't the actual Trials, but I thought that one was... Well, I downloaded the demo, I should say. Sure. I thought that was pretty decent. It actually made me interested in the real Trials game.
1: So. I have a game on my Wii U made by the same people that made uh, Trials, and I brought it up a lot, but it's called...
0: Uh, Moto Heroes? Yeah, Heroes. Yeah, yeah no, no, I know you like that game a lot. Yeah, it's a
1: monster monster truck version of Trials, zoomed out a lot more and more like a platformy kind of thing instead of being just straight up like a race with ramps. So you do like loop to loops and stuff, but it's pretty cool. And I just like kind of love that physics based motion, and then you control the pitch, just like Excite Bike. I mean, it's not like modern day Excite Bike, yeah. really.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure.
2: I, I, I would say I would probably. Based on what I know of trials, I, I'm going to keep looking at it and
0: well, I try, likely get it. I want to try the beta. You know, Once the beta goes, yeah. we can actually get an idea of it. And I'm, I'm definitely interested to check that out. Um, there was another free-to-play game, Smites, out now. I haven't played that, but there's so many free-to-play games on the Switch that I, I was thinking about just going through and just deleting all of them. Because they, they take up so much space and I don't play them.
1: So I think this game is supposed to be kind of like League of Legends, which I've never played, but I read a big old Reddit post about this game because basically it was like, and I, and I, and I appreciate that people do this, like fans of games do this, like basically they were like, you want to play this game, but I'm going to warn you now, the community is extremely toxic.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that's great. So
1: I this person's pretty much like, <laughs> you got to play this game. It's great, but. Make sure you avoid these servers and like blah blah blah. I don't know. Certain like kind of warnings about like Trash the people that are gonna try to pwn you or whatever. But uh I uh I don't know, like this person made it sound like it was a pretty fun game if you liked that kind of game, which I don't think I'm gonna be into this game.
0: It's kinda the, like this... Paladins, right? Sort of or no, is Paladins yeah, yeah. the first person shooter. No, Paladins no, was the... more like
1: Overwatch. It's more like um
0: which one was As far the, as I can
1: tell, this is more like League of Legends or like uh maybe even like Warcraft a little bit like there World were, Warcraft.
0: There was another one that was free to play that I downloaded and played for like a second on Switch. I forget what it was called. I guess it wasn't Paladins. But yeah, there there is another game like that out there as well. I just I don't know. I I liked it so much that I don't no, it's not Brawlhalla. Arena of Valor, that one. It's like that, know. right? Smite is probably. I don't know. People are
1: called MOBAs or whatever. And they're like a certain type of game that a lot of people really love. And like, there's huge communities built around the Mm. most successful of them, but I just don't think they're my style of game. Um, I might still try to might try it out at some point, but I'm not in a a hurry to jump on that bandwagon.
0: I still haven't tried Onigiri. I want to play that one, (laughs) but I never got around to playing it. And
1: I'm probably going to get rid of, uh, well, I guess it's not even a, multiplayer game. Never mind.
0: I was going to say I was going to get rid of the uh,
1: Game Damn. X, but that's not multiplayer.
0: Yeah, that's just a demo. I mean, I'll give it a couple more tries. I don't know. So, uh, yeah, so we got, a, we got a Switch update. Switch 7.0. Did anybody look at what that entails? There's no folders in there, so it's really not worth it. In my opinion. I'm not updating.
1: No. <laughs> I didn't notice anything. I thought that I saw that, that the update log said something about the icons from Mario U, but I thought those were already added.
0: Maybe there's just more. Yeah, maybe there's more
1: because I'm already like I've already switched my icon to one of them, and I did that a couple of weeks ago. So I don't know. Maybe they added a few more.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm really every just every time there's an update, I'm just like, oh man, there's got to be folders this time, but no, I'm defeated every time. Always. So
2: this always. is it says. Um... Then 7.0.1, it resolved an issue where Pokemon Let's Go games cannot connect to Pokemon Go. Beyond that, it doesn't say anything else. So that's on Nintendo's official website.
1: Well, then never mind. I definitely didn't notice anything. because I played a little bit of that demo for Pokemon Let's Go, but still not really feeling it.
0: Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's kind of hard to... I mean, it's hard for me to... Like, I don't really... I recommend it for people, I guess, who are really into Pokemon, but it just didn't really do that much for me. It's kind of like more of the same. I, I really want to see what they're doing with that new Pokemon. I'll
1: probably buy it
0: eventually. Yeah. I mean, it'll you be should... more
1: because I'm interested in the peripheral more than anything.
0: Just wait. I, I say just wait, man. Just wait till the new Pokemon game that comes out this year. I think that one's going to be much better because, you know, it's not going to be a rehash of a Game Boy game, which yeah. is fine. But I just I feel like I played so much of the original Pokemon that I'm just kind of tired of it. So what what is this thing about Yoshi's Island music?
2: So this was reported today, and I heard about it from uh, Greg Caldwell, the NBC group. Not, the, girl, not the
0: Greg Caldwell that we interviewed for uh, RetroTame. Yeah, it's Greg a Caldwell. different Greg Caldwell.
2: But yeah, the EPA, the U.S. government, uh, um, stole.
1: Due to lack of funding. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yoshi's Island music for their for a flash game that they had posted about recycling, and so uh, I don't know the exact the exact song title that it was, but it was from Yoshi's Island uh, DS. Yeah. DS, yeah, yeah. And if you go to the the link and you try to play the game now, the 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 game is muted. However, the song is still on the government server. <laughs> wow, and it even says the exact title of the song dot mp3
0: says yoshi's island ds world One or whatever it's
1: like underworld underground or something like that yeah it's the name of the particular Mm -hmm. tune i saw that too i was like oh my gosh this is like something out of like a a silly movie
0: (laughs) yeah it's ridiculous like
1: literally like (laughs) what like who, who i don't know how did that skip so many people but it's like a free game, right? It's like a free educational game or something.
2: Right. was just posted online, you know, Flash game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they, so, I mean, off they still
1: ripped off the music, and that's not cool, but it wasn't being used for profit unless, I guess, if it's being used to help get people to donate in a way it is kind of, ah, that's, that's a weird, like, <laughs> that's a weird line there. Maybe Nintendo will just be cool about it and be like, hey, it was f- for protecting the environment, so we're not that mad about it.
0: Maybe I, I don't. It's it's such a weird, such a weird. Thing. <laughs> or maybe they'll cancel the EPA. <laughs> well, I mean, they, we already seem to not care that much about us, you know, saving the earth and winter and global warming and all that. So you know, wouldn't wouldn't be surprised. But on the bright side of things, uh, Nintendo released some more information about uh, the Super Nintendo World and what it might look like. At Universal Studios Japan, did you guys take a look at this? Like, I read I through did it earlier. Um,
1: it will be the reason I go to Tokyo, though, if I ever go, or to Japan in general.
0: Oh, there's a lot more reasons than that to go there. I know, but, but it's going to be by like yeah.
1: the event that gets me there to do other things too.
0: Yeah, it looks beautiful from what I saw of it. Like, uh like the the giant. There's like a giant pipe that would take you into uh, into the world. They'd have a big. um there's, there's a super nintendo world that i guess is going to kind of be like nintendo new york even though they're going to have that as well in shibuya but mm. looking at it got me got me excited to, to look at it and it, it look and it they make it look very much like 8 bit like or like 16 bit kind of like the super mario world type structures and stuff like that it looks pretty exciting when does it open i don't think there's i don't I still think there's still not a date on it this is just it says 2020 as mm-hmm. is, is what it's selling, saying there's it's not giving you an actual month or anything, but if you look at it, yeah, there's like a, there's like a hill structure that's going to be in there, there's like a, there's like a bridge, looks like something out of Mario Kart, of course, Peach's Castle is there, Giant Mushroom, other, you know, Bowser's Castle, stuff like that, but it'll be right next to uh, Harry Potter as well, so it's stuff, it's cool stuff to get into there. Mm. I don't know, I was pretty excited about it, What? I mean, what do you guys think from looking at it? on, well,
1: I'm looking at it now, or I'm trying to.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to. Well, I, I think this will also be the thing that pushes me over the edge and gets me out to Japan uh, in time for the. So uh, it's coming in time for the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. Okay. So next year. Yeah. So when is one of the Olympics? I'd, I guess it's summer.
0: Winter Olympics or summer Olympics? Oh, it is the summer Olympics. Yeah, Tokyo has the summer Olympics.
1: Will it really look like that? It can't really look
0: like that. What it's showing. I mean, this is the idea. I mean you've been to you've been to worlds like Disney World. Like they do crazy stuff like this. I've never been
1: to Disney World. Mm-hmm.
0: Well you've been No, to like... I've never been to
1: a real theme park like other well, I've been to like You've been to like Six Flags. Yeah, I've been to like those, but I've never been to like a, a massive a theme, one. A mascot theme park or whatever, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. it's just it's just showing like a little map of it pretty much. And there's supposed to be an area for a Mario Kart ride, which I don't know if that's gonna be like 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 this, you know, like this, like the Spider-Man ride or like the Simpsons ride, where you kind of like sit in the thing and everything moves around you, but you're not really moving. That's what, mm-hmm. I, what I would expect from that. But yeah, it's uh, more information on that has been unveiled. It's look, looking pretty good.
1: The 2020
2: Tokyo Olympics are happening from July 24th to August 9th. Mm-hmm. That so before July well. 24th.
0: Okay, so it's towards the end of the. It's like second half of the year. Oh, yeah. Which one of you guys put Scalebound coming to Switch on here?
2: No <laughs> I put that on there.
0: I don't think that's happening. You don't think so? No. In the rumors, uh, people somehow people think there's some sort of mystery game that wasn't unveiled on the direct. I don't understand what this rumor is about, but I'm pretty sure that Microsoft owns part of Scalebound. I don't think Scalebound oh, no, is Scalebound really. Is
1: a, I know that's bad, but
0: it was it was a it was basically a platinum game that got that got shelved from Microsoft oh, okay. that was going to be a Microsoft exclusive, but I thought that they published it and they own part of it.
2: I heard it was originally going to be on the Wii, and then it got pushed to to Xbox. Uh,
0: I, I didn't hear that, but I'm not denying it. I don't know. It'd be a I don't Wii- know what it is. I don't think it was a Wii game because it was supposed to be a big, I thought it was supposed to be like a big open world experience type thing. I don't know. But, yeah, I think, I think that's our news for the week. If there's anything else that I forgot chime in now. No. No? Cool. Well, uh, I think I think that's been our episode. I did want to read, we got a couple of entries on our uh, on our Nintendo main podcast community website or group on Facebook, which you guys can join if you'd like to look up Nintendo main community page or Nintendo main podcast, we should direct you from that, to that through the Facebook site. But a uh, friend of the show, uh, Jana, Jana Garcia, aka Game Onesis, wrote some stuff to us. Uh, she mentioned on the last for the last episode, you guys did an excellent job explaining what was different about Super Mario Maker Two because I didn't notice any of that despite having the first game because I didn't build like anything. So say thanks, thank Jenna. Thanks, thank you for saying <laughs> thanks for thanks. thanks for, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. like
1: we played the shit out of this the Wii U version, Trey and I, so we were definitely noticing right away like how we've been thinking this whole time like obviously it's going to come to the Switch, so how are they going to make it work? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seeing that sort sort of like seeing that in the video, kind of like immediately was information we were looking for. Like, oh, that that kind of makes up for the interface of not having the touch screen available all the time.
0: Yeah, but, I I also feel like Nintendo was kind of right off the bat trying to let the people who had who had played the first one let them know that it wasn't going to be a port. You know, that's why they're showing the dials and stuff like that. And,
1: and they show <laughs> the damn hills immediately, the yeah. the, the slopes.
0: Yeah, because they didn't want you to automatically think that there was another Wii U port. Cause I hope that they've, I mean, I know we've been feeling it, but I'm sure they've been feeling it too for making so many of them. I hope that they're finally done with it, but I'm glad that we were able to help out with that. And also, she also made a comment about uh, what Jess said about bloodstained. She said, <laughs> I agree with Jess bloodstained ritual of the night. Definitely sounds like getting your period overnight. And I think a lot of games make inadvertent period references. To me, it just reminds me of how much men dominate game dev because I'm like surely some women would have picked up on this. no, I think about periods every time the blood moon happens in breath of the wild <laughs> 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 yeah i I never really thought about it in that way until Jess mentioned it while we were watching the direct so. Nor did It's kind that, of eh? hilarious, yeah, but i'm glad I'm glad you got a kick out of that, Janet and thanks for writing in, and uh, like I said, any of our ris- listeners who want to write into us. I'm gonna start reading stuff from the community page every episode. I so, I, mean,
1: I think can she not, does bring up a valid point. You can hear some stuff. No one noticing it does like, say something about who's doing the quality check. Yeah. On that title.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I feel like it. Well, I mean, it's supposed to be like scary and vampires and blood, blah, blah blah. You know, like that type of thing. So, I don't know. They didn't think of it in the other way of uh, the stained part. I guess that's what comes <laughs> into uh, that type of thing. But yeah, thanks thanks for writing in, and uh, anybody else who's on the community, you can do as well, and we will read it on the show. But this has been our episode 159. We have been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson.
1: I'm Jerry Mikowski.
0: John Hitter. And you can find us at com. You can find us on iTunes. Um, if you like the show, please leave us a review so people can find the show, all that type of stuff. Uh, you can find our videos at youtube.com slash Podcast or you can find the stream stuff at twitch.tv slash Podcast as well. You can find Jeremy and I at at Nintendo underscore domain is my Twitter, and at Stack we post up information about these episodes and any time we're streaming and any other sort of random thing about stuff. Every time we feel ways about things, we put it up there. So yep. <laughs> make sure and check also that out. Also put up some gameplay
1: clips from time to time.
0: Yeah, Jeremy puts some stuff in there sometimes. So make sure and like it. I did like your one where you were running around Final Fantasy IX, so we had that. <laughs> but yeah, everybody, thanks for listening, and uh, see you next week.
1: See ya!